Hey, welcome back to The Way Podcast, guys, with your host, Sajin Marwar. This week, we have a brand new guest. He is a local artist um, in Toronto, Canada, and uh, uh, I've met him this year. We don't really know too much about each other, but um, today, we're going to learn a lot more about him, what inspires him. Um, and yeah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Zion. Yo, what's up? My name is Zion. Um, as Sedrin said, I'm a small-time small time indie artist, uh, sort of dibble-dabbling in a lot of different genres, and um, been doing this since 2020, and wow, it's been a journey. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Glad to have you. Um, so, I guess we could start off with how you got into um, music in general. Um, did you like... Ooh play as a kid or so uh that, that is a it's a super long story but like if i were to synopsize it i would probably say like so i grew up in the church so i was around music all the time choir gospel and all yeah. these like hymns just soulful hymns right and um i'm not gonna lie like i'm gonna be completely honest i got into i got into like singing because i want to impress girls <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> but you know what like that's all right from yeah but i'm kind of glad for that like for, like to be given that opportunity in the first place because from there i looked at it less of a like um less of a thing to like sort of impress exude people. onto other people uh -huh. yeah like to impress people right and looked at it more towards something that i can do for myself and um i realized that really quickly and um, I started singing at a really young age, um, played piano for a little bit. That went down to shitter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you, uh, just really decided to, uh, take the arts in my own control when, um, uh, when my mom passed away. So that's when oh, I sort of, yeah, no worries. But, um, you know, I, I sort of living with the philosophy that everything happens for a reason is almost, um, you almost look at things a little bit differently. So instead of looking at it as um, something to grieve upon for forever and ever, I looked at it as a as a use of motivation, right? And um, something to sort of motivate me, something to dedicate towards my mom. So um, that's where I sort of started making my own songs, where I used to just cover a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. But um, from there, I realized that I was uh, gifted with... Um, some sort of musical uh, approach, right? And from there, that's where um, that's where <laughs> that's where everything started, really. Yeah. yeah um, and if you guys haven't read the blog post, I should have posted it by the time this has come out. But you know, I talked about um, being inspired, and you know, when I look at you, you know, we're same age, around the same age, you know. Um, we don't come from the same background, but, you know, we have mm. similar life experience. Um, yeah. And I'm really, you know, I, I am inspired by you, to be honest. Mm. I wrote in there. And, um, you know, a lot of artists feel this thing. Um, I mean, everyone feels it to a certain extent, but I feel like artists do um, more blatantly feel this feeling of not being inspired, right? Losing inspiration. You know, everyone yeah, always talks about the passion people have for their craft. Mm -hmm. And it's something you need. But passion wanes, right? Yeah. Um, motivation yeah, wanes. Really but there's, there, there are ways to, you know, uh, maintain it or bring it back. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I like to do is 
try to surround myself with people who are also in a similar position, you know, who want to get better. Mm. And I'm glad to have met you. You know, you grinding hard every day. You know, bro, you're releasing so much music. At least like four <laughs> songs. This guy's like, I don't know how many 20 songs you've released so far. Full album. Uh, it's like 24, 26. That's nuts, bro. It's nuts. Yeah. Um. No. Likewise, man. Like. Um. Like I really connect with the thing where you said like you gain inspiration from others in similar situations. I find that like. In that sense, like I, I'm super similar in the way that like I, I like to do things on my own. I like to do mm -hmm. things on my own accord. But sometimes when I need some sort of inspiration, I don't only look towards like musicians. Like sometimes um, for me, I just scroll through like art magazines or like scroll through like um, just any sort of uh, like photography, like design blog or something, right? And like a photo can speak so much volume yeah. and give you so much more inspiration sometimes and like because when with like music inspiration for me it's almost like instead of being inspired by it i almost want to replicate it so like yeah I in a sense where if if i'm at the point in time where i don't feel like i'm gaining inspiration but i'm feel but i feel like i want to be that person or like i want to make that song mm -hmm. that's where i turn to like art or different forms of art like artwork i'll look at dramas i'll look at plays i'll look at uh, photography videography so on and so forth and i'll get some sort of inspiration from there because you can't replicate that like you can't replicate art forms in the same way as you can if they're yeah. in the same art form right so yeah 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 that's that's really cool um and I think that I was telling you about, you know, the idea behind this podcast. And I feel like that totally embodies that idea of pursuing your way through other people's way. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of philo philosophical in the way I'm saying it. But, um, you know, I try to say in every podcast, it's best perspective is the greatest teacher. And, um, you know, we learn so much from different experiences in life. And, um, you know, trying to feel inspired. Um through other things that may not seem um, as similar, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I talk, uh, you know, I like, <laughs> sometimes I might be, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I may be, but I think it's important to say, like, you know, I try to say everything is the same, but it's different at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at everything um, at the base level, you know, a lot of things are very similar. There's a reason why, if we, you know, you make analogies to certain things and people can understand things through another medium. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why it works. It's because mm -hmm. there's a lot of sim humans are made, um, we're naturally like made to find patterns, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you can see a lot of patterns in things like I talk about martial art um, and music. It's, mm -hmm. it's so rhythmic, right? Yeah. And it's such a different context. It's right. it's so beautiful to just see the interconnectedness between different art forms. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I find that um, I'm I'm glad that we're talking about this in the first place because like there is like a huge project that I'm working on with a bunch of other people right now as well. But um, I'm trying to start something called a creative collective. So yeah. you know the conventional like music collective and like um 
photography collective, art collective, instead of doing, instead of individualizing the genres like by themselves, we sort of conjoin all those together and gain inspiration from one another because inspiration doesn't fall from one specific thing. It falls from many things, like things that can happen in like your daily life to things that you'll only get to see once. Right. Yeah. And with that, like, we're seriously working on bridging the gap between art forms and finding inspiration between like them. So that's a huge project that um, my team's working on right now. But seriously, it's just beautiful to see how people start to gain inspiration for some sort of art form. Like um, you take um, you take like small time artists, for example, right? And they sort of have this own inspiration. It can come from something that's personable to them, yeah. to something that they've seen in other people, something that they experience, so on and so forth, right? So it's almost like it's almost like um, like working pieces to a machine, I would say, where like every person is a separate part and every every part is a separate like section in a like a machine and so on and so forth. It's so vast and so like we we realize that we're so dependent on one another too and one another's art yeah. form. And it's kind of it's just really beautiful to see the ways that things work, right? Yeah, and when you when you experience different things in different ways, mm. you're able to see the similarities. Mm. You know, if you seek, like for example, you you seek out art that inspires you, whether it be mm. you know music, um, visual art, um, mm. anything along those lines, right? Yeah. And you experience it through that medium, you can see the similarities, and it's mm -hmm. just it's just one of the greatest things about being human is being able to see these kind of things, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like what drives a creative mind are other creative minds. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's not only do we find similarities with one another, we sort of like blend them together. Like it's yeah. so, like if it's why cover art to me is also really important because whether it be some sort of scenic visual or whether it be my stupid face, <laughs> like. <laughs> There's got to be something that sort of ties together with the song. And that's why I'm really happy that Spotify introduced canvases. Like yeah. you can have some sort of visual representation to sort of guide your guide your mind throughout the song. Right. And I take a lot of I like I take a lot of time to like look at people's canvases and it kind of like makes it it's 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 a it's just this form of presentation because not all like not all musicians are only good at music. Right. Mm -hmm. Like musicians don't have to be tied and this goes for any any sort of art form right yeah, like of they, they, they don't they don't have to be tied into one specific genre like an artist like an artist visually like a like an artist can be good at music too right of course it's it's just beautiful to see how the interconnectedness works and how we sort of blend things together and exactly it's it's kind of sad to see that like a lot of like some of the art forms these days are kind of dying out and like some of the art forms are losing that passion, right? I, I don't know about you, but I go on rants a lot of the time when it comes to some contemporary forms of rap. <laughs> because it may be catchy, yeah, but it's so repetitive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you... You know, I like to talk about, you know, I'm, I'm in business, so I like yeah. to talk about business a lot. And, you know, yeah. the music industry is a huge industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is 
it's gonna happen the machine has to there has to be things that move it along right and yeah that's true and um you know like you're saying everything has its purpose Mm-hmm. And their purpose is, you know, to keep these people alive. They're making their money, whatever. Um, that's their thing, right? Yeah. And don't worry, I, 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 I feel what you're saying. I go on rants as well about, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's, this guy, he's just doing the same thing. He doesn't say anything in the songs. And then yeah. it's like Takashi 69 He went on that. <laughs> bro, this guy literally said, he's like, bro, I go in the studio. We just say random stuff and we, we make a track and it's a hit yeah but like the thing the thing that you have to like somewhat appreciate or appreciate in full and like i i have to give it to them like i appreciate this in full too is just being able to have people that you can record with like (laughs) it is so it it, there's it, it is so motivating and so much more energizing when you're recording with someone else who's like minded and like you guys just pop like pop ideas back oh. and forth and back and forth i just got like, chills when he said that <laughs> yeah it is it, is, it is i it, that feeling is so amazing because like like personally for me like one of my best friends i like i write like i we write songs together and sometimes yeah. like sometimes we'll either do it as a joke or we will just completely make a song and mm-hmm. like that was praying for us like yeah, he wrote yeah. he wrote almost all of the lyrics for it and that song took us two hours to write, like two hours to write and like 30 minutes to record. And that was yeah. like same day, everything was on the same thing. It was it was just amazing to see how it we just went back and forth and back and forth. And the energy in that room just sort just of vibes, yo. Oh, exuberated over the room. Like it, it, everyone was vibing that day and it was great. Yeah. Um, and you know, I try to explain this feeling of like, for example, for me, when I was in school, that's where I practiced piano. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I met a lot of people who were inspired, who were also musicians. Um, mm-hmm. The feeling, especially like when you're playing live, mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's like the back of, I just remember not even just playing live in front of an audience, just at jamming out like together mm-hmm. with someone. I remember at lunch, I'll never forget this jam. It was, I was just sitting there and... Um, like I'd go to the music room, we'd be eating. I'd sit at the piano and eat. And um, and I was like, I just start playing something. I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody's sitting at the drums and eating too. I'm like, yo, just just play, just give me a clean beat. 16, you know. Um, yeah. Eighth notes on the, <laughs> on the uh, hi-hats, you know. Mm-hmm. And then hit on the two and four. And then we just started going, right? Yeah. I play something. And then my, my buddy on the sax, he's like, let's join in played a solo um and then i had a friend on the tuba gives a baseline i mean it was just so fun and then i remember we're going so ham that i literally i started playing the piano and then i pulled my trumpet out <laughs> I tried to solo, <laughs> bro i tried i was soloing while playing the piano mm-hmm. and it was just it was just craziness and it was just Jeez. at lunchtime bro it was just nuts two instruments at one two that's how you know the vibe it was so right? hard bro it was so hard was like, <laughs> yeah bro i just stopped I, for after a while i was like you know this is not i'm just gonna play one instrument at a time yeah but, yeah <laughs> i was I, I like i was gonna say like as an instrumentalist too like do you like because i know because i know that feeling 
when you hop on to something because i'm usually the person who hops on right yeah, yeah. but when you're the person who starts it off and have people hop on more and more like what's that feeling like i like like does it just like make you feel more motivated to just pop off or do you sort of back up and turn into like the base like to, to the, like the foundation of the vibe because like yeah. i know for vocals it's so hard to be the back of the like the back of the vibe because you're the one singing writing like you're the one saying like the lyrics and stuff like that right so like i was gonna ask you that too yeah so it depends it depends on the context right mm. because you know we're in jazz band so it's like solo back and forth right that's yeah jazz style. and um like it depends because i love because you know when you play because usually I, I in school i played i didn't play piano in most bands i was playing trumpet in most bands mm -hmm. and um i play you know piano my own perform my own solo mm -hmm. and um like when i would, that was one that was a student band too so it was like we just play whatever we wanted to yeah it was so fun and uh like one of my favorite things was just because we're the rhythm section right you mm -hmm. just keep the groove going. That's sometimes what it's like. On when you're instrumentalist, you have to know, like comping is one of the best skills to learn. So comping, like you have your singer, mm -hmm. and um, they'll play a melody. Right, you'll be underneath playing the chords, and then you add a little in the space between. You add a little um, ornamentation. Right, just play something, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's like the inter inter. Um, like the exchange between artists mm -hmm. and that's one thing i love about it so i love just sometimes i love you know just going all out you know just going yeah. crazy yeah sometimes i like just slowing it down it's like super fast but then you play like half speed or just sitting back and letting someone go you know mm -hmm. letting someone else just solo because honestly mm -hmm. i love both i love them both just as much mm -hmm. being supporting because it's all about the like connection between everyone right especially yeah. in those like jam scenarios and there's only mm -hmm. four people playing yeah like ugh. i wish like I, that's the one thing about covid that i hate though is like i wish i can join in more but as a singer like i'm completely screwed like i have to wear a mask and sing Man. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that sucks but you also play guitar as well bro i do first of, first of all bro on your most recent track um oh yeah uh, that guitar though i loved how i love how there it was so simple in mm -hmm. terms of like i'm sure you put a lot of effort not saying you didn't put a lot of effort but just the sonically it wasn't very like a lot of very in your face it was just i felt so pure you know mm -hmm. and yeah i'm just i was just gonna mention that about your so here's one thing that i do have to admit that is a loop so i didn't actually uh -huh. record that because i don't have the recording ability capability yeah, for yeah, it yeah. like i know all the notes and I know I can I can play it, but the thing with that is that because I want sort of the project to be the best that it can be, uh -huh. I'm not gonna put my like I'm not gonna put my playing out there because I don't have the proper material to properly play right, which is like which is something that I'm like ah like I wish I did because at that point if I did I would be playing acoustic bass all of that right yeah but um. There is, like, I do have to give credit to those, like, credit is, like, credit is given where credit is due, right? And, like, that, for me, I have to say, that's not me. Like, I know how to play the chords, I know how uh -huh. to play the notes, I know how to play everything, that, but that's just not me. I didn't record that, right? So, um, for me, I look at it less of, like, less of sort of, like, compiling everything together and just sort of, like, 
pressing it on, but more like um, more like a game of chess, right? Like, and if it's it's almost like you have to really get in tune with what the melody line is and really like get in your head with and what sort of the vibe is in that song, and from there figure out what I'm gonna do. Like, and, and it's just this whole game of chess where, okay. I understand that silence speaks loud, so I'm going to add a silence here, or I'm going to like make it a little bit more fast-paced, so on and so forth. And it just turns into like this whole like masterpiece by the end. It's almost like um, like have you seen like marble drawings before? Like m like marble art where people just put like marble with paint and just like toss it around <laughs> on a no, canvas. I, I haven't I haven't seen that. I know I haven't seen it's, it. It's 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 like this weird thing, but you're in control of everything. At times you don't know what the hell you're doing, but at other times you know what exactly you want to do. And you kind of just let the vibes go and you kind of like move these marbles around on this canvas. And then yep. in the end, you come out with this product that not only are you satisfied about, but you're unexpected about too. Where you're like, I didn't know this was going to turn out like this, yeah, but I'm happy that it did. That's the best. One yeah. of the best things. Definitely. The flow. That's mm -hmm. thing. The state of flow. Um, yeah. You feel it in anything, right? Like, I, I understand that feeling um especially when you're you know you're making a song it's just sometimes like for me like I, i'll start from a beat i'll start from mm -hmm. a drum a drum beat and then or i'll start from chords or i'll start mm -hmm. from a melody i thought of like you know it can start from anywhere mm -hmm. and um yeah it's just you know it's just one of the great things you know it can just come from anywhere yeah like i think i think like so my workflow is a little bit different when it comes to music, but that's because sort of when it comes to music, I hate feeling like I have to stick to one thing and I hate feeling like I have to be trapped in this one, like, um, this one timeline of things. Right. So yeah. usually in most cases, um, like I'll usually start off with a melody. Sometimes I start off with drums, but usually I'll start off with a melody. And from there, like, you have more options and yeah. as a vocalist too you have the option to either like in arrangement wise you can either change the key or like change the chord change the like the like the major minor so on and so forth right and from there that's when like i take it to like vocals where i'm like okay i'm going to use every single note <laughs> in this like in in the range and like in in this chord progression so on and so forth and just try my best at finding something that's me and try my best at finding something that not only do i enjoy but it's something that sort of highlights my vocals as well right it's it's a lot more in tune when you're the producer and you're also the vocalist is what i can't really say about process yeah yeah you know because i'm very i'm very new to this as well i mm -hmm. mean you're you've been working on it a little bit <laughs> much harder than i have but um <laughs> like uh, in terms of production like mm -hmm. my production skills are pretty mediocre but um you know it's it's been uh definitely a learning experience which i love yeah i love sometimes i like taking the hard route mm -hmm. don't like doing the easy way mm -hmm. um, like i could have because as an instrumentalist like a lot of them a lot of instrumentalists who want to make music they're pro producers as well i'm like you know, I think it'd be good to know how to produce a track. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, one thing I had to get good at was piano drumming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keyboard drumming, dude. Oh, dude, that's pain. Oh. Thank God for quantizing and 
keeping it. Oh, quantizing time. is the goat. Oh my god. Bro, if you had to play everything in time, there's no way I could play hi-hats on my keys that fast, bro. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I actually learned quantizing from you. Oh yeah? Yeah, we sat down in one session. We we sat down in one session, and you were like, "I'm gonna quantize this." I was like, "You can do this," <laughs> and I started using it ever since. Bro, it's so good. I I just learned it like then. I think I literally just learned it before that session. Um, Fair. I mean, like, goes to show that like even when you get like even when you get to a point, you can still learn more. Of course, there's always something more to learn, especially when there's an infinite. Like, there's, there's not a finite... I mean, technically, there's a finite amount of sounds you can make, right? Mm. But, um, you know, humans have not made every sound, every creation possible. Yeah. Right? So there's nearly infinite amount of things can, ways things can go mm -hmm. in music. And, you know, you can always learn something new from someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like... I find that with like learning something new too is like I have to be like I, f I feel like I have to be able to relearn almost where like if like for example the other day I was talking to somebody and they were like oh if you do a uh, like if you put auto-tune and then you put a vocoder on it yeah. like you can match pitch so on and so forth but it like sounds more like a crowd and I was like I might try that more because yeah. like I'm susceptible to using like auto tune at this point. Who isn't? <laughs> but it's I mean, like, yeah, it's like I'm always stick. I'm always sticking to this one set of plugins for my vocals. And sometimes I'll double dabble in a few more things. Ooh, maybe add like a limiter here. Ooh, maybe add like an exciter, so on and so forth. But it's it's for me. It's also important to not only see other people's progress and other people's like way of doing things. Um. It's also like it's also important for me to just be able to get rid of what I know and just learn from scratch at some point. Yeah. And I think like that's sort of where versatility of an artist comes in, where you have to be versatile in what you do and like how you do the things that you do, and then realize that other people do that thing completely differently. So when I was in the session with you too, like that's where I started to really think where I'm like, hmm. Like, this is how you treat, this is how your process is. My process is different. So let me just rebuild everything. And that's what I try to do with most artists as well. So um, when it comes to like a lot of my features too, I'll try and take the time to like make it slow, ask them like, this cool, this whatever. The one thing is though, I really like taking my time with everything, <laughs> which of is course, yeah. completely like, which is really bad when you're working with a feature, but I, I really do work on my own pace, which is bad. And like when I mean by work on my own pace, I will either take an eternity to write lyrics or it will come to me in 10 minutes. And I've had that happen that before. That sums up every artist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. But like I've had that happen before where one of my producer friends sent me a beat and they're like, hey, like I'd really love you, like love if you could do something on this. Uh -huh. I sat with that thing for four months, got back to them and was like, dude, I can't come up with shite. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. sent me a t and then they were like okay just how about this one and then they sent me another one and just in 10 minutes boom like i was yep, like i don't know where demo and that that turned out to be icarus so <laughs> oh yeah like it's just crazy how these things just fall into place sometimes mm -hmm. completely yeah. like right now 
Um, I'm working on this track with an old friend from middle school. Hey. Bro, it was crazy. Um, so we performed together, like, I Will Always Love You um, by mm. Houston in grade eight. The golden, I, the yeah, golden song. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was, uh, I played, obviously, I played piano and she sang. Mm -hmm. And um, she was, an, um, she was like a phenomenal singer back then. Mm hmm. And I was like, you know, we kind of like I moved to a different school. Mm -hmm. I, moved, I used to live in Brampton. I went to school in Brampton. Then I moved mm -hmm. to Mississauga. Went mm -hmm. to school in Mississauga. It's like we didn't really talk that much. Mm -hmm. Then she released a song this year. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you're still working on music? Like, let's do something, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I shot her a DM and now we're working on something. Nice. And, bro, it's actually so. Because. You know, as an instrumentalist, I always, I'll, it's always great to work with a vocalist, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, it's just something different. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's just, it's, we're kind of in like this, I've got the, I've got, uh, what is it? Verse one. I've, I basically got up to the verse two and then the bridge, I think. I almost, mm -hmm. I, finishing up the bridge now. And she mm. sent me some lyrics and, you know, she sang over it. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's so fun just going back and forth. You know, we went, mm -hmm. out, like we went on discord call and just, you know, jamming and just, yeah, mm -hmm. Got like an Erica Badu kind of feel to this. It's not like, it's not the same level, but it's, um, mm -hmm. it's emulating that kind of Neo soul vibe. Oh, Neo Soul is so good, though. Yeah, Neo Soul is probably... I don't like to say I have a favorite genre, but it's up mm. there. Oh, yo, I, yeah, I have to say that it's up there because I have way too many favorites. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, like it's it, it always... some Like, sometimes it comes as a shock to people that I still listen to metal. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge metal head. Yeah, people are like, what? You make... You make like these R and some of these like R and B songs, and they're like, "What? You listen to metal?" <laughs> oh yeah, like like it's so bad when people add me on like Spotify, like my Spotify, like not artist, but like profile. Yeah. And they just listen, like they just hear me listening to like <laughs> like gasoline, I prevail, or like um <laughs> like bring me the horizon, or like Slipknot. Like it's so bad because they're, like, they're what? <laughs> they're like, what is this man's music taste? It goes from it goes from like k-rock k-indie to like death rap <laughs> yeah 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 just a wide genre a wide variety of genres really yeah because you can learn like that's one another way we talk about being inspired you know look at different genres you don't like to put yourself in a genre neither do i i think most oh, I artists that. don't yeah and that's such a prevailing that's not even that wasn't genres weren't created by artists they're created by radio stations yeah right so they're not for like if you think it's just great out we i had a i was in a music course last year mm -hmm. and um we were talking about like country the origin of country blues and then there's mm -hmm. this track back in 1930 something where they had louis armstrong country folk singer mm -hmm. and then like some guy playing a banjo all on the same track he's playing trumpet and it's like this is like it's just crazy like you would never expect that and that was back when like <laughs> you know radio had like and been invented like in the last yeah. 20, less than 20 years or whatever and um like it's just crazy crossover genres like back then 
Yeah. And just a collaboration. I was going to say, that sounds like a genre bender right there. Yeah, you got Louis Armstrong's heart, big band swing, <laughs> uh, country blues, and it's banjo folk player. Banjo. <laughs> the banjo sells it. Yeah, the banjo. <laughs> the banjo sells it. Yeah. Um, dude, I appreciate what people are doing now, though, with the genre bend thing. Mm-hmm. Like, who, like, I, like, I've always wanted to do a genre bend. And especially for me, who, like, really likes rap, too. Yeah. Like, I think Dichotomy, like, the, the, the title, or not the title, the song Dichotomy. I yeah. feel like that was one of my favorite things to do. Because it goes from this, like, sweet-hearted... Yo, like... that was sick. That was actually... <laughs> Bro, I was so... I was hyped. And just completely just drops it, right? Yeah. But sorry, it's just it's, to interrupt you. Um, yeah, for go for it. You had, yeah, that was your that was his um, most recent album he released earlier yeah. this year. So you guys mm-hmm. should check it out. Um, I'll probably I'll leave it in the description, all the plugs and all that. But yeah, thank you, you, thank you. But uh, like, here's the thing though, with genre bending as well, you got to realize that there ha- there's always a reason as to why. Like yeah. And that reason could go from it sounds good to just something completely different, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, that was dichotomy. And dichotomy was um, reflective, almost. So in the first half of dichotomy, it was talking about sort of how we like how we like love and like how love is like a good thing, right? And how like we we enjoy sort of the little bits and things that are, comes with a relationship and how things sort of um how things work together in sort of this harmony way right and then the second half just takes everything down the road and that's where that's where we talk about sort of the effects of a heartbreak and um how that sort of shapes um not only a different view but almost shapes a new identity in a way and for me that's also very synonymous to something like i experience where yeah. um a lot of the times like i'm kind of known for being this like soft sad boy like who's like likes and loves everybody right yeah. but then there's also like the demon in me that's like i hate everybody and i hate everything and yeah. i think it's reflective of not only like the song dichotomy but it's also reflective of the things that i'm like interested in as well like i love the i love all different types of genres of music but also it's like i also like different things like i'll go from really really enjoying like playing shooter video games to like reading poetry (laughs) in like um it, it's i guess it's a matter of just interest and like reason for gender bend or gender bending is what i'm saying genre bending freudian slip right there that's the instagram clip <laughs> no it's uh i'm on i'm on an anime like i'm on a manga like cr- like crazy marathon right now <laughs> And what I mean by reading, but anyhow, yeah, that's also yeah. just, I, I guess that's also just me, right? Being goofy as hell. <laughs> so in, in in the end, like, I want to do more, like, genre bending things. And I also really want to try doing, like, Neo Soul, yeah, like, 4-4 four, four time to, like, Waltz. Waltz slash rap, 3-4 time. Oh. Yeah, it would be freaking cool. Like, I it's such a thing about that. 
yeah it's thick chords like a three c's and then it just goes to like <laughs> oh yeah Bro, oh yeah it's it's gonna be crunchy yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be great a eh? but in the end i think it's like i think i have to sort of give up like give um I think I just really have to say that, like, inspiration in general, I just gain it from so many, like, different people as well. Like, not only art form, but literally just talking to people, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I hate to admit it, but, like, and this is this is something weird that I'm going to say, but most of my dating, like, most of my dating, like, profiles, my bio is, I will probably write a song about you. <laughs> that a good or a bad thing <laughs> you you will take that yeah. whatever you want right but it's it's just because it's just because i really enjoy like i really enjoy just talking to people and sort of like gaining inspiration from different people and their experiences right so yeah if i talk to you for a long period of time there's probably like there's there's probably gonna be a song about you i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm exposing this. You're getting good content here. <laughs> this, is, this is quality content. This is going up as... I'm going to post extra clips of... This is going to be the Patreon. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> and this is the Patreon. Zion this is the extended. exposes his songwriting um, process. Songwriting process, inspirations. He gets it from different people on Tinder. <laughs> Looking at profiles like, oh, I'll write a song about this guy. I mean, yo, this, whatever, yo, this, whatever you're into. <laughs> yo, this chick... Yeah. I'll write a song about you. Yeah. You know what? You're pretty cool. <laughs> Bro, that's like that's like your pickup line. You send them a song you wrote about them initially. Have you ever done that? Not to expose you or anything. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I did that once. I then. But it was, it was okay. Okay. <laughs> let me let me let me let me. Okay. It was a request. It was a not to, request. Not to get too deep. Not to get too deep. Yeah. Not to get too deep. Not to get too deep. No exposing who this person is. But it was a request. It was a request for a specific thing. Uh -huh. And because. We were talking in the comments of their photo or something. It was a request for a specific thing, and then I just sent it because <laughs> I had time. Like I had time on my why hands. Not? Like I was bored. Like why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I really think that like music is just my love language at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the few things that that is understood across the world. Right? Language changes yeah. everywhere you go. You know, a few things, music, um, food, these yeah. things are understood across the world, right? Something that we all have in every culture. Yeah, definitely. Like, even with, like, music and food, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the best things are just found in, like, other people's cultures and other people's countries, right? Like, yeah. with music for me, I've been, like, I've been dying to find more French music. Like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. about it right and i think it's because Stromae. of yeah Stromae. Stromae. it's it's but like i think it was because of my like one day my friend sent me like uh, a song called Je te laisserai des mots, and uh, i was like oh this is spicy game, <laughs> oh yeah I'm, i will leave you my words Ooh, such a good name right but so like i think French. from there i was like <laughs> Yeah, it's so French though. Le romantic, <laughs> like the romance. Yeah. But like, I think that's also sort of my fascination towards like 
K and DK Rock too, because like as a as a Korean person growing up in a completely different country, um, it was hard for me to connect with my own culture. And for me, it was like it was actually a few months ago when like some of my friends started introducing me to like K Rock, K and D. Um, that's when I started to sort of embrace like musically what Korea did, and because. Yeah. Right now, like the whole the whole charts, like the whole like the whole of Spotify charts right now is like um, a rap show called Show Me the Money, right? And there's nothing bad about Show Me the Money, like and uh, there's nothing bad about the K rap too, right? And K pop too, right? But for me, it was like I haven't found the genre of Korean music that spoke to me the most, right? Yeah. Until one of my friends, one of my like really, really like he's basically my little brother. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know him too, Rennie. Yeah, yeah, I know Rennie. Yeah, Rennie sent me a Rennie sent me a song called "Beep Boop Beep Boop" by Meaningful Stone. <laughs> great name. Epic Gr- name. Epic name. Like t- grade eight name, but that song for me just opened my eyes into a whole different like a whole different view in music and that's how i really got into k and d k rock k r and b and that's sort of where like i started to like sort of like compile this whole like whole catalog of just crate dig like crate digging gold right and like i've been really like these days i've been really into artists like hassani he's an amazing amazing artist um artists like meaningful stone as i said and like even my friends too <laughs> like I will, I will i will stream bro. their shit all the time bro, what are you talking about i stream your shit all the time bro <laughs> that's this one thing that i'm so curious about too is like why people listen to me like i i, I think i like i'm just like this like i'm just this like guy. <laughs> yeah i'm just this guy like i'm kind of just this yeah. dude chilling in oakville ontario making music from his bedroom like and yeah yeah, it's it's so hard to like think that like there are people who will recognize me and i just don't understand that i don't Mm -hmm. because i because i forget that i'm an artist sometimes and it's stupid (laughs) yeah and it's like you're like you you may be a small you say you're a small time artist but it's like yeah people know if you're in the music community in the like gta this area like you know people yeah like people will recognize you it's, it's not a big it, it's not a big community like there's not yeah. a lot of us yeah that's fair that's fair there's not a lot of us but there is one thing like uh, there is one encounter that i had with quote unquote a super fan quoted from them but okay. that was that was like for me that was fucking mind-boggling because <laughs> like that day was a kind of a shitty day but like it was it was um it was the day of Heart House Music Committee's first open mic. And I remember I came downtown really, really early that day because I just oh, wanted yeah. to be downtown. Yeah. And like as the day went on, it progressively got better. And mm-hmm. at that point, like in the morning, I completely forgot who I was. I was just like, I'm just me. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just this like just... weird dude, like living life, right? <laughs> Yeah. And then suddenly this person pops up and they're like, "Hey, are you Zion? Like, I listen to your shit all the time." And I'm like, "Hey." What? <laughs> I was like, 
so <laughs> yeah. I, I, f I feel really bad for that person because they caught me on like a really off day yeah yeah you're like you'd expect <laughs> you're supposed to have all this energy and all that and they're like it's like man today's not the day but... even, no in just in general not even today's not the day like i feel like as, like i don't know if you feel this too like do you feel that as an artist or as like someone who's on like platforms do you feel like there has to be this like expectation that you have to like reach um the thing is for me i have not i haven't reached that level of recognition yet mm. um so you know i know it's something people like people who have like a larger following experience that mm -hmm. definitely experience that kind of stuff there's an expectation but i feel you know I, I like to say this but i don't know what will happen if i reach that point but i feel mm -hmm. like it, once i reach that i i have this mentality that i don't really care <laughs> Felt that. bro like i don't i care like I, I i try my best to be a caring person but mm -hmm. i don't if it's something that like it's not a big deal like if you don't like me or my music like mm -hmm. but not that i've ever encountered someone yet i'm not that big when you got haters then you that that's when you know you big you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah oh yeah but yeah i haven't experienced haters you know um mm -hmm. but you know i i don't know there's there may when it comes to expectation i feel like it's more self-imposed than yeah exterior mm -hmm. um and there's like that common thing with artists that they're like hyper self they're either hyper self-aware or they're hyper egotistical where they're like my craft oh, is impossible yeah. to be flawed or whatever or they're like yeah nothing i make is good and i hate everything i make mm -hmm. um, and uh yeah like sometimes like when i listen to my tracks that i've released which i honestly i kind of cringe like super hard <laughs> i like, felt that i felt yeah, that like it just hurt because there's always something you could have done right like you mm -hmm. could be like, oh you know i'll do this i could have done this better like i knew more i know way more now mm -hmm. and i'm like just listening to it but yeah, I, I, like I have it. to force myself to listen to it to learn like okay what do i change yeah that is like that is also one of the big things too like before i get into expectations like that is also one of the huge things too where people will like look at me and they'll be like why do you listen to your own song so much? Like, and they think that I'm like <laughs> narcissistic, but in reality, yeah, it's just gotta, me being like, yeah. I need to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta learn from the past. Yeah, cause like statistically, like why is this song doing better than this song? How could I have improved this song? Like this song is one of my favorites, but why is it so on and so forth? Like, I, I like for me, it's not a matter of being like, it's not a matter of focusing on me. It's more of a matter of focusing on how I can improve my craft and how I can improve that. Like, so, but like expectations wise, it's weird. Cause like making your, making your music appearance online through quarantine, it is a freaking weird experience to have people being like, Hey, you're this person. Right. Yeah. And that's where it throws me into shitter where I'm almost like, I almost feel like I have to like have this like demeanor or have to have this like identity where I'm like, yeah, I'm Zion Kim. Like I'm, I'm, I'm this like this artist guy. Yeah. I'm like this artist dude. Right. <laughs> but in the end, I like, I like, I've thought about this a lot. And in the end, I just feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me throughout. <laughs> and yeah. I like, I don't like 
putting on like a facade and I don't like putting on demeanors, like in whatever I make, you'll see the true me, right? Whether that be complete, whether that music, like the song complete could be completely shite or completely out of my genre, yeah. it's going to be me either way. And that's sort of where, like, that's sort of where expectation subsides. And it's more like, I don't really care about what people expect from me. And I don't really care about what people expect from like my music growth. It's more like I would rather be me and I would rather be like my, yeah, like just like, just me. Like if, if I were to be unknown, that's fine. If I were to reach stardom, it's whatever. Right. But the thing is like with every song that comes out, there's me and the people I'm around because they help me so damn much. Yeah. Shout out to the homies. Shout out to the homies, dude. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to my like my friend group right now because they deal with my they deal with my like music shit and just my shit in general 24-7. And shout out to my music group. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout holy. out to Hard House Music. Um, True. Like join the Discord if you're at UFT, like without heart house music i would have been in a complete shitter because <laughs> from heart house music i've met so so many talented people and i've met like the current roster for bad kids too and it's like yeah like and it's crazy to think like i'm talking to people that are so freaking talented that are like w- like in my opinion way better than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they're the ones saying like dude i listened to you before you joined heart house music i'm like damn you listen oh to my God. you listen to my garbage what the hell <laughs> like, and like honestly hats off to them because they deserve so much more recognition i know so many artists that deserve way more recognition than they have deserve, like yeah or sorry than they get heart and they get yeah. yeah like like for example i'm gonna put y'all on some game plug, plug mooney plug mooney she's one of my friends she's yeah, yeah, freaking yeah. amazing oh my god Dude, you put me on to her and i was like she's absolutely amazing so like good. to list some people off there's mooney there's ben portra uh he's on he's on sound he's on soundcloud but his stuff is amazing oh my god he's like, um, hey guys I, I made this in like 10 minutes check this out, track out it's like, so good yeah. it's, he sent me the demo of that song I I've never listened to a song like I've never like repeated a song so much in my life. There's also Rennie, aka Chunky. Yeah. The the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, and there's like a few friends outside of UFT too, like Issa Yu. She's one of my friends from Guam. I don't know where she is right now, but she's amazing. She's she, I I every time someone's like, oh, I'm into R and B or I'm into like softer, like softer sounding like genres. That's when I put them on game, and I'm like, Issa Yu, expectations. Like, mm-hmm. that's what y'all have to listen to yeah, because bro. it's so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and like in my head, I'm like, damn, I got some talented people around me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, it, it, some sometimes like I reflect on like where I am and where my friends are in life, and I'm like, I gotta give it up, man. Like, I, like thank god like i'm here and i gotta really like take everything that i have and like seriously understand the gravity of it because 
over monthly listeners, over any sort of like social, like social status or whatever, I have like a group of friends that I can like not only talk about music with, I have a group of friends that I can lean on. And that's one of the hardest things as an artist. And one of my favorite quotes is from um, Soren Kierkegaard. And it's, it's like, I'm going to like loosely like bullshit it, but it's like, what makes an art, like what, what makes an artist, right? And it's to synopsize, it's basically just someone who puts all their pain and all their like suffering out into one, like into an art form and they, and the crowd cheers encore for them to do it again. Right. And not a lot of people think about what it is to be an artist and how detrimental it can get too. Because I know, I know for you and I know for me as well, we sort of get really connected with our art form and we get really frustrated when we reach this roadblock. Right. Yeah. So it's so hard for people to take in what we make and then say, encore, encore, do it again. Right. It's like, hold up, bro. (laughs) <laughs> like I need to take I need to take a breather, right? And that's why, like for me, that was in between alone and um, you don't want me to breathe, so why should I? And there was a there was a quite an extensive gap. I'm not gonna lie. Like even for me, I was thinking about it, I'm like, damn, I need to get music out. I need to get music out. I need to get music out. But that's when I was like, why do I need to get music out? Right? Like I can do this on my own pace and. Like I can, I can take the time that I need to make songs because not only are, do I have friends who are going to support no matter what, but it's because honestly with art form as well as music, I don't know it for you, but I take that like physically, like I will physically stay up and finish a song. It's really bad. So I don't know about you though. Like what about, what about you though? It's like when it comes to like music, do you have this like feeling to sort of drive and to like almost over push yourself and when people are like hey do it again do it again they're like when are you releasing new songs do you feel like this almost like looming anxiousness to it yeah sometimes i do feel like that Mm. um and it's kind of like i get it less from other people Mm -hmm. and more from like in myself i'm like because um Cause I see other people and I'm like, you know what? I should be working as hard as these people, you know, Mm. I need to work as hard as these people. It's all about the grind. You know, it's about drive, it's about power. (laughs) 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 Um, I want to make that joke. You're talking super serious. I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we completely went down to shitter. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, anyway, um, it is about driving. It is about power. But um, yeah, yeah, like I feel that, for example, like I started making, I released my first song LP in September 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around there. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to, or was it 2019? Yeah, it was 2019. Or was it? I can't remember. It was sometime last, I think it was last year. And, yeah, it was last uh, year sometime. Yeah, sometime. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I basically, I, after that, I was like super hype, bro. I was like, I was getting good traction. Like, you know, as a business guy, I was like, you know, I know my plan. I, I make a 30-day plan, release strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I set up, I'm a marketing guy, you know, set up my page, 
get my mm -hmm. posts ready, set up um, all my, you know, social, whatever I need to do. Mm -hmm. And it was on a consistent. And then in uh, the new year, I said, I took a break. Mm -hmm. um, like I released three songs and I took a break until mm -hmm. August or something. So like six, seven months mm -hmm. during school. And after that, you know, you lose traction. Um, mm -hmm. It's not like I, it's not like I lost like a lot, but you know, as someone who's like in business, you can't lose opportunities, right? Like in anything, mm -hmm. you can't miss the sort of thing. You got time is money, right? And mm -hmm. I'm thinking I kind of applied that to this, like my music. Mm -hmm. uh, I, after that, I kind of regret not continuing it during that school year, um, mm -hmm. during, like early 2020. Then I released a song, Space and Time. Uh, Banger. August. <laughs> it's okay. Banger. Not, not bad, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, I, I want to get music out so bad, but I'm like, mm -hmm. just too much shit going on. Like school, yeah. school, you know, training. This I started this podcast too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the podcast is not draining, to be honest. It's just, it takes time. Mm. and it's it's a lot of fun like every every hour i spend recording is a lot of fun even editing like i, I, yeah. I, I love the whole process um, mm -hmm. but yeah I, i'm trying to get back on that you know um just making because i i was making music along but I, I haven't released anything right i was just i always had musical ideas like i i don't i think you definitely have the same sort of every artist has a thing where they have like a thousand unfinished things yeah they've released like <laughs> 10 <laughs> tracks or whatever yeah they have 50 started tracks oh man i don't even want to think about the unstarted tracks. Bro, i know you probably have like 30 times what i have uh, <laughs> so it's, bad. it's nuts and yeah like i have a few things right now done mm -hmm. like the one i'm working on I don't know. We're thinking about maybe releasing it soon, but I don't know. We'll figure it hey. out. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Hey, the plug, the plug, the plug. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, maybe in Jan January or something like that. But um, yeah, depends on when we finish it. But mm -hmm. like I had, I had space and time done for a while, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I'm working on this other. Because for me, like. I don't know from i want to release an album for so long i had the album cover art done mm. like in 2019 <laughs> oh, shit. by my by my boy uh charles in the first episode of the way podcast mm -hmm. he did my art and it's the one where i have my graduation cap from you um from high school mm -hmm. um and what did I, I was gonna call it wandering right and then mm. i'd be like and um i kind of like the idea behind it a lot of the it's kind of like my journey because it's like a i want to release it for gra after i graduate right like the, when i graduate this is when i'm going to release it mm -hmm. and um it's kind of like my journey it's like a new chapter of my life you know going to university going from high school yeah. to university and i was going to call it wandering because that's how a lot of people are right when they graduate mm -hmm. they're kind of just wandering they don't really know i kind of know what i wanted to do but mm -hmm. i think a lot of people like I say, you know what I want to do, but you know, things can always change. Yeah. That's, that like the cover art itself is me on a plain background with me drawn, um, a character caricature drawn of me and my graduation gown and my cap, mm -hmm. but I have 
the forest growing out of me. Mm. Right. And it's kind of like wild, you know, we're just, yeah. you're going from, from this area to like a new thing and it's just unknown mm -hmm. and you're kind of wandering through it. And, um, yeah, I was trying to structure, you know, like albums, the titles tell the story. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. I was trying to be like, like my track, I have, um, uh, four tracks out. Yeah. Memories. Mm -hmm. they're all supposed to be on the album but i think i don't know what's going on with them now but i'll figure, mm. I'll figure that out eventually but yeah like memories lp going places those mm -hmm. three are going to be on we're going to be on there um it's kind of be like because lp was my school that's my, the initials of my school mm. and um i was like you know start from there and mm -hmm. then you know going places the cover of going places is toronto skyline and going to uft Ooh, yeah yeah and then memories is the old pier like or mm -hmm. uh, right by the lake i took a pitch and it just reminds me of the good times you know mm -hmm. and space of time just some i took a picture in the backyard <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but uh, space and time has no no particular meaning behind it it's just <laughs> i was just jamming but no I, I was trying to do that kind of stuff but um mm -hmm. yeah it was like i don't know for me like i don't have um i'm trying to have this kind of picture i want to paint for the album mm -hmm. uh, like i know i i understand like for you your dichotomy album you kind of played off like what you're perceived as by a lot of people and then yeah. the side that most people don't see and mm -hmm. you know the name obviously reflects that dichotomy dichotomy and, yes sir yeah and um yeah, sick name, by the way. Beautiful. Oh, uh, it, it came out of a whim. Yeah, <laughs> I pulled yeah. it out my ass. Yeah, dude, that's like half of things. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot of things that I pull out my ass sometimes. <laughs> and most of that album, Bro, most of it. It's going to be like Zion Ken. There's a lot of things I pull, things out, I pull out my ass. I pull out my ass. so bad. <laughs> it's about drive. It's about drive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. um. I guess to like wrap up my thoughts too about just everything in general it's like for me it's like a lot of things have a lot of meaning and a lot of things that i work on and and the people that i work with i take everything really really seriously and even like you've seen it too like the way that i talk sometimes <laughs> like i'll take things super seriously and for me with music it gives me the time and it gives me the time to be serious but also gives me the time to love being serious and to love doing what i do and that honestly ex that honestly explains why i like write and produce so much even when like there's like school year and even i have like test exams and stuff like that it's honestly because i don't i don't do music to gain some sort of social standing or to gain some sort of like fame fortune whatever right like of course that is fine and that's good or whatever right but it's for me it's more like i just love being in tune with music and love doing what i do and for me a lot of people think oh you're grinding so hard because you want to be famous right or you're grinding so hard because you want to get money moolah baby right it's like do you know anything about artists we don't make that much money <laughs> yeah we don't make that much fucking money <laughs> yeah. bro i made two dollars from this joke kid <laughs> don't felt that when okay bro when i first started making music that was my biggest thing was like oh my god like distro kid the prices are like fucked but now i don't even look at it anymore because yeah. i'm like 
I don't care. It's like, man, if I made zero, I'm gonna make like two dollars in six months. But it doesn't really matter. Like, it's yeah, about, it doesn't. Yeah, it's about the art. It's about it's about drive. It's about drive. <laughs> it's about drive. It's about drive. That's how you know, like both our brains are in the shitter. Yeah, <laughs> but like to just top everything off, it's like with people and with like everyone too. It's like don't look at me in that light. Don't look at me in like the oh my god, he's a Spotify artist. Way look at any look at it in the light where I'm just like, hey, I made something oh cool. <laughs> like, like I'm a dude. Like I just make music. Like. I made something cool and that's something that I want to like express if if when <laughs> when I reach the point where it's about drive yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, when I reach to the point time. where like my listenership is like steady and that's that's something that I want to like want to tell everyone is that I do this I like I'm sorry I have to be selfish a little bit I don't do this for y'all to be like Oh my god, I listen to this underground artist or like this indie artist that like no one listens to, right? Yeah. It's more like an art form for me to just be like, I need to get some shit off my chest. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to do it. And for people to honestly be like to join me on this ride is something that I'm so thankful for. So I do have to give thanks to everyone, supporters friends family like other musicians as well like who do support the things i do and i i I gotta give it off to you dude like this is also an opportunity for me like being on a podcast people just understand more right yeah and you know i appreciate you coming on and Mm -hmm. you know it's all one thing i like to talk you know i don't like to talk business all the time but Mm. you know it's the reason why i want to do business is because Mm -hmm. i find it's one of the it gives you the power to you know it gives me the power to be creative in a lot of ways definitely like in for example marketing i feel is one of the most creative aspects of commerce and Mm -hmm. you know what i want to accomplish eventually you know this is just maybe a dream of mine right now is Mm -hmm. i want you know a lot of artists whether it be visual artists videographers mm-hmm. musicians we all many people struggle with you know getting their name out there right oh, mm-hmm. i gotta get my name out there you know i gotta find this but i gotta make connections and stuff mm-hmm. and i want to use my ability right as someone who wants to be a marketer going into marketing management you know mm-hmm. help these people um and that's one of the things i want to do in the future is like start some sort of some sort of organ whatever organization company that helps artists you know Mm. and it's not like i'm gonna make big money off (laughs) doing marketing for artists right but it's not about that i don't even know if i want to make money from that you know Mm. because when you can come to your consumer your Mm. customer as someone who in the same position you can really connect with them Mm. and that's what i feel this podcast helps the people coming on you know it's not like i'm like the joe rogan podcast where you know <laughs> you come on here you're gonna be set you know everyone knows yeah. who you are but it get i like how i like giving people the opportunity to share another side of themselves that people don't know you know i had my martial arts instructor crew nick mm-hmm. um and 
the conversations I had with him on there is like we're all we're compilations of almost all the small conversations we had with each other after class, before class, in the middle of class. People mm-hmm. have with them all the time, but no one's really a lot of people haven't had this long form conversation. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with you. You know, if somebody doesn't know you personally or yeah. you don't come on a podcast like this, like you're not mm-hmm. gonna have a long form conversation with Mr. Zion Kim. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And, that name uh, does not sit well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so you know, I'm glad you came on and mm-hmm. you know shared your experience, the reason behind your artistry, and how you go about doing things. And I think it'll help a lot of people. And mm-hmm. even if it doesn't, I hope you guys enjoyed. You know, hope you guys enjoyed listening to um, Zion and I have a you know just a little chat about music and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to plug any um, upcoming things going on or past yeah. projects? Yeah. So, um, uh, I just released a song called uh, "You Don't Want Me to Breathe." So why should I? And it would mean a lot to me if you took some time to uh, took some time to have a listen. And um, I'm gonna do a big reveal. Um, I started a creative collective with a bunch of other people, and we're working on a lot of different projects right now and hopefully we're going to get an ep by the springtime so please please stay forward i look forward to that and um we're also called bad kids short for bad kids doing bad shit so Uh uh (laughs) so um please look forward to that it would mean a lot if you can give us support and um other than that if i can leave off on a note is dream big Dream big and look at your steps. That's it. And on that, guys, we're going to end this week's episode of The Way Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please download it. Give us a like on YouTube. Um, save this to your favorite podcast Spotify playlist. Hell yeah. And yeah. <laughs> comment, like, subscribe, all that junk, you know. And, um, you know, check out uh, our our Instagram at the.waypodcast. And also check out our website. It should be in the description. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you all next week. Peace.